The best sport on the planet. Oh, the action, the speed, the hits. I love the fights. The raucous crowds. Yes! Badminton. Uh, no, dill holes. Hockey! This is the Two Pad Stack. Where we dive deep into all things NHL and then some. If it's the Boston Bruins, we talk about the ups, the downs, and everything in between. But we're not stopping there. We're also tossing in some Patriots pigskin, gaming glory, dad jokes, and all things pop culture. Because why the hell not? It's our show. As two diehard Bruins fans who also happen to strap on the pads in beer league hockey, they know a thing or two about the game. Whether you're a longtime hockey lunatic like us or just looking for a good time, you're in the right place. This is the Two Pad Stack. Now your hosts, Ace and Burge. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 28 of the Two Pad Stack Podcast, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Our friends at DraftKings, promo code THPN, and SeatGeek. So remember, if you're going to a live event and you want to uh, check something out, maybe you haven't gone and used this third-party app outside of Ticketmaster, I recommend it. Take a peek. If you use uh, SeatGeek, you can potentially save yourself a little bit of money, and you can also support our podcast by using the promo code 2 Pod. To save $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. And yeah, we would love to get you in some events. I'm Ace. Alongside me is my wonderful uh, counterpart, Burge. How's it going today, Burge? Fantastic. Hope everything's going well with you. It's been a long week for me. My it household. Has been a very long week, just in general. No, my week, man. The lovely influenza virus decided to make its way into my house. I dodged it. I was the only one. But my kids and my famous wife, last words. Oh, it's it's gone now. Everybody's healthy now. But like last week was just I was out of work because I was taking care of sick kids and a sick wife. And it was just a long, long week. And it was a long week for other reasons, too, because we didn't have any hockey. So it was just like a combination of like. Ugh. Yeah, so, it's good to get them back on the ice. It is. It's great. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've been I've been getting on the ice a bit with the kid. Uh, Amelia's gearing up for playoffs or not playoffs for uh, tryouts, which is on the fourth, which is pretty exciting. Um, she's got to play uh, against the kids that have already been on a travel team for two or three years. Um so it'll be really interesting to see how she matches up. I've noticed that she's very competitive and she likes to be better than everyone else. Um, I uh, I think that her going up against other kids that are better than her will drive her to become better, which I think is really, really exciting to see. So, yeah, it's Fantastic. good. Life is good. No complaints here. Had a really weird couple of days this week weather-wise, though. Did you get those? days like oh like yeah 45 degrees 50 degrees it was 60 degrees February 60 degrees 60 mm-hmm. Saturday I uh we were actually able to get out get everybody out of our virus infested house to get out and 
go for a walk around the neighborhood. So yeah, it was unbelievable. It kind of was a little bit of a tease, you know, this time of year you get those warm temperatures. Yeah. Like, all right, bye winter. Give me spring now. Yeah. But never works out that way. My yard is like, Oh God, it's spring. Like it started to like turn green and everything. I was like, mm-hmm. don't do that. Stop that. Stop that. We're well, going to have like a frigging six inches of snow dumped on you tomorrow. You don't want to do that. So exactly. Um, yeah. Speaking of virus. My kid came home early today. My hockey player, Mimi, came home. She apparently puked on the playground, and yeah. she's got a low-grade fever. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it's um, you know, the perils of being a parent, right? That time of year, man. That time of year. It's the season. So, everybody listening, you guys just got the dose, the first-ever dose of our new intro with uh, uh, some some humor sprinkled in. So, uh, pretty exciting that we're able to bring that that to you guys. Uh, we'll have a new outro as well. So production values going up. Really enjoying what we're doing here, and and we want to make sure that we're providing the best product to you guys. So um, that really kind of segues into what everyone will probably want to hear us talk about a bit is uh, our decision to join the Hockey Podcast Network effective this week. So um you probably saw our tweet go out already, but we have uh, moved to the Hockey Podcast Network, which if you don't know about them, take a look at them uh, on social media. They have tens of, if not a hundred plus hockey podcasts up there. And it's uh, it's kind of like a consortium of hockey podcasts that pool their resources together, their expertise, um, they collaborate. Uh, so we're able to basically operate almost like a one giant team, and it allows us to work with teams like uh, DraftKings. And now, as I said in the beginning, the two-pad stack is officially sponsored by DraftKings. So we're incredibly excited about the opportunity for the podcast here to continue to grow, to continue to provide great content for you guys. And I think it's a, it's a great next chapter for us. Absolutely. it's uh, Couldn't be more excited. Uh, like you said, the amount of collaboration that you can expect to hear with us here on the two pad stack, we're going to continue to grow, bring you that great content. We'll be able to mix in some differing opinions too, which will be outstanding down the road to, to, you know, get different perspectives on the league and yeah, couldn't be happier to have this opportunity to, to grow this, this show. We've had, you know, a great, fantastic start to the podcast, great interaction with you listeners out there. We look forward to continuing that and continuing to bring the great content uh, with the hockey podcast network. Absolutely. And and like like Burge says, you know, something that I would like to do, you know, during larger events is participate in the hockey podcasts, networks, live streams, be a, you know, a representative from the Bruins community on there when we're, you know, maybe talking to a member from the other team's community that the Boston Bruins are playing and bringing in, like, like Burge says, other perspectives that aren't kind of in our um, Bruins Twitter sphere, if you will. Um, so that's that's really exciting. Um, I do want to make sure that we address the elephant in the room. You know, we, we are officially no longer affiliated with primetime productions. Uh, with that said, it was a completely professional and um, very respectful parting. Um, we still are obviously Burge's podcast breaking the plane uh, on the football side of things is still affiliated with primetime productions. Um, I'm still in kind of like a, consulting role and and assisting them on on technology and stuff like that so it is very very you know uh, uh, a happy happy divorce in this situation you know we just found a uh, you know we fell in love with somebody else and it's it's not it's not them it's us so (laughs) absolutely you know it was a it was an opportunity to join this network again 
for the betterment of the show to continue to grow and get different perspectives involved. Um, but yeah, like I said, unbelievably positive breakup, I guess, if you want to call it that with, with primetime, can't say enough great things about what they're doing over there. Like you said, I'm still affiliated, continuing to work with them from the football side of things and look forward to continuing to grow that, that side of things with, with them. And um, yeah, handled in a very professional, happy divorce type of way and look forward to continuing to, you know, collaborate with them as well on the hockey yeah, side of absolutely. things in the future as well. You know, that just because we're no longer associated with the primetime productions network doesn't mean we're going to not going to continue to collaborate and uh, continue to bring content again. hundred percent. All you masses out there. Th- there's so much that we can still work with them on and you're going to see our podcast sharing their content still. And, you know, you'll probably see their stuff sharing two pad stack stuff still. So it's um it, it it's a very exciting opportunity for us and we still get to keep our our friends that are are still over there um you know just kind of a phone call away if you will so Absolutely. with all of these exciting changes you know we've also done some behind the scenes stuff to give you guys more of a chance to kind of interact with us so um happy to announce that we officially have a live website that you can go on and it actually has the latest episode um, of the podcast right there on the web page also has a link to a blog so Burge and i are going to start pumping out blog articles mm-hmm. covering the team and, and a very a variety of other topics um has our merch store which is also live right there on our web page so if you want to take a peek website is really easy to remember www.twopadstackpod.com um merch store has stickers t-shirts mugs tumblers a hat basically anything you want boxers yeah there is men's (laughs) underwear in there for the memes so if you uh if you subscribe long enough maybe i'll buy you a pair of underwear um (laughs) yeah it's it's exciting so with these new things that are are going on um i'm not going to put a post out on social media yet i want the episode to go live first but we're going to be uh, giving away a signed Matt Grizzlick puck. Um, and all you'll have to do is prove that you're following the account on Twitter and provide a screenshot that you are following the podcast, whether that is on um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you'll get an entry. And, uh, yeah, you know, you're not going to have to pay for shipping. I'll cover that, all that stuff. So keep an eye out for that giveaway. Pretty excited to, uh, to offer you to that. Absolutely, absolutely great pieces of memorabilia for for you know Bruins fans of all ages. Uh, I got a ton of it here in my house, and uh, trust me, you're not going to want to miss this giveaway. Absolutely, um, Burge, the big game was last night. Yeah. We could talk a little football here. What, what what's your take on it? San Francisco blew it more than Kansas City won it, and I was very upset and. If you check out Breaking the Plane, I won't be on this week's episode, unfortunately, because I have to work. But next week, I'll be giving my thoughts on that. And, yeah, it was just Kyle Shanahan, the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, notorious for choking in big moments in the Super Bowl, blowing leads. So he just did it again. They went away from what worked. Was he the coach of the Falcons? He was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. (laughs) Yeah, 28-3. to 28-3, to and then... He was the head coach of San Francisco when he blew it to Kansas City the first time, and he did the same thing again. And, you know, San Francisco kind of had their had their way with Kansas City in the first half, and they went away from what worked. And 
Lost it was just like that meme. Had us in the first half, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly what it is. And, you know, hats off to Kansas City for sticking around and fighting and getting the win. They're now officially a dynasty. Uh, first dynasty since the Patriots. First back-to-back winners of the Super Bowl since the Patriots did it 20 years ago. And future's bright for them. You know, they're not going to stop. So they're going to be sticking around. Who knows what's going to happen with San Francisco? They've knocked on the door for the last five years and haven't gotten over the hump. And they could very well be on the downward spiral, unfortunately, for them. Well, at least they've got a young quarterback that they continue to they can keep leaning on. So it's not all doom and gloom for the 49ers, I don't think. But um what's what's your take on the whole uh Brady erasure now that Patrick Mahomes has somehow eclipsed him with I don't even time? wanna I'm not even gonna entertain the talk. Not even entertaining the talk. It's not there yet. It's not there yet. Oh, he's well on his way. I will say that. But spare me the talk now. It's you're not you're not even halfway there yet. So spare me. How many the talk. times did you see Taylor Swift on the uh, on the camera? Uh it wasn't as much as I expected. It, I saw well, her they had like that, thirty other celebrities. They yeah, could. They had so. a lot of people there, but yet you did see her. But I watched the pregame, and it was all nonstop. I had to shut it off. It was nonstop. I'm like, dude, I just want to watch a football game, please. I just want to watch a football game, see some funny commercials, and watch an entertaining halftime show. That's it. Was the halftime show entertaining? I found it entertaining. I did too. The first I saw half a tweet. God. I saw a tweet where somebody was like, "If you did not ever illegally download a song on LimeWire, I don't want to hear your fucking opinion on <laughs> yeah. the halftime show. Your your opinion's invalid." Exactly. That's right. I I'm 100 with you. I was saying the whole time before before the uh, the halftime show. I was like, I'm not the biggest Usher fan out there. I know some of his songs. I'm not the biggest fan, but I was like, I just want to see Ludacris come out and rap the verse from from the song. Yeah, that's all I want. If I see that, I'm happy. And I was like, I want him. And then, dude, when he came out, I went nuts. I went nuts. And obviously, <laughs> little John was there too. I was like, oh man, this this just bolted up the list up the rankings of, of halftime shows for me just on the ending of it on, on its face but i will just say this again i'm not a, the biggest fan of his music but my god is usher a talented artist like seeing him up there i thought he was going to come out lip sync it he didn't he was actually singing out there obviously he had some background vocals that were recorded but he was out there singing and dancing dude you saw his face he was covered in sweat oh yeah, he was he out was there falling out and uh, there, there was a girl who came out and, and played guitar. I don't know who it was. I don't know her name. I don't know who that was either. But she crushed it. She was up there shredding that guitar. So that was another highlight of the show for me was seeing her come out and just have that little solo. Unbelievable. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I think it lacked a lot of like the fanfare and like the like visuals that maybe some of the other halftime shows had. Like I, I remember, I can't remember the, which one, but there was like a halftime show where they had like almost 200 backup dancers like around the stage that there was, was like Prince. yeah there was like not even close to that this time and but yeah, i still think it was a really good show um i really enjoyed it i probably enjoyed the deadpool trailer more <laughs> wicked stoked for that <laughs> he's like he's looking in the camera he's like it's me i'm i'm the marvel jesus i'm gonna save marvel <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was it's great. There was another trailer. I forget what the movie was, but it was one that John Krasinski of Office fame and Boston native uh, was directing. And they had the the fake Jim from The Office sit in. Yeah, for him so that's, that's If, which is another Ryan Reynolds film that's coming yeah. out. So Imaginary Friends, If. Yeah, with 
John Krasinski. You're not John Krasinski. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> I thought that was great. You had the Dunkin' Donuts commercial with you know all the Boston guys, Ben Affleck, Tom Brady, Matt Damon. I thought that was great. You should have was... Poster knock on that. <laughs> yeah. Do Can you, you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That oh, that's a classic. That's a classic. They ended up selling those those Dunk Kings tracksuits online today <laughs> on Monday. They wanted $120 for the the jacket part and the pants. Ugh. 120 bucks and they sold out like instantly. That's wild. That's wild. And the bucket hat, the pink bucket hat, the fluffy one, that was like <laughs> another 40 bucks. So $160 for the whole ensemble. That's wild. <laughs> I wouldn't I wasn't going to order it. I just pulled it up on the website and I was like, I got to see what this looks like. Like, what are they, <laughs> what are they expecting here? Hey, if any of you listeners want to buy buy a set of them for us when they get more stock, we'll wear them on the when we record the podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna be wearing only my uh, two pet stack underwear next episode. Ooh, I'll I'll be uh, shutting off. Our the, subscriptions uh, the are gonna drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh brother. Um. Well. Let's talk a little hockey. Let's go. What is going on to this Boston Bruins team right now? Came out of the bye week. They seemed like they were ready to go. Really? I mean, it just Jekyll and Hyde is like, I've been saying it to you, you know, in our chats off, off recording here, but it feels like right now they're going through a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde phase. And hopefully they can get through this now. In the next couple of weeks, get through this kind of letdown phase, get it, get it out of the way. Now you got the adversity that, you know, the team last year didn't see. We talked about that on previous episodes, but a Jekyll and Hyde kind of performance in the playoffs is a death wish. It's a fatal flaw. If they continue this kind of letdown, stunning performance, letdown, it's, it's, it's a, it's a kiss of death when the playoffs come, you can't, can't win a championship when you're playing like that. And the positive from especially this past week with Calgary, Vancouver, and Washington, they beat the best team out of those three. And they beat them handedly. Oh, yeah. They went in and they they did their business. And they absolutely neutered the Vancouver Canucks. They weren't able to generate anything. And that just goes to say, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. Like, which team are we going to get? And... Mm -hmm. I, I don't know at this point. And I really hope it's a good team because I'm going to be there tomorrow. I'm going to traverse the Arctic terrain in my wife's wonderful Subaru Outback with all-wheel drive so I don't die. Um, and that's a big game coming up today when you're listening against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I really hope for Marshan's 1,000th game, by the way, really hope that they are going to be the good version of the Boston Bruins. And I think that... You know, the amount that that room respects Brad Marchand, I don't think that they're going to put in a pedestrian effort tomorrow. No, I I think that, you know, you come off that matinee game on Saturday against Washington. They just, what was that, eight shots through two periods that they had or something like that? Like, that's just abysmal. That's the word I used with you earlier. It was abysmal performance. Like, just a complete no-show. A complete no-show for two, two and a half periods, we'll say. I mean, they didn't end up scoring a goal in this one, but... They, they didn't really turn anything on until the, the midway of the third period. And when you, again, you can't, 
you got to start on time. And, you know, we're getting towards the end of the season here. And I know we're kind of in the, the dog days of winter. So, so be it, but it just, you can't have these kinds of efforts. I think it was the first time this year that they had been blanked. Uh, in, That's right. Yeah. In a they game, haven't been so, shut out all year, which I think if you and I were talking at the beginning of the season, we said they were going to, weren't going to get blanked until the middle of February. I think we would have been like slamming. That's well, we an absolute that. win. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, again, just hope that this Jekyll and Hyde thing is a quick phase and they can get through it. I don't, it may, may take a week or two. It may, maybe, maybe start next week or this week, I should say with, you know, Tampa, Seattle and Los Angeles. Like, I think that that's going to be a, that's a, that's a, a tough stretch there. I mean, Tampa Bay is a divisional opponent, always plays you hard, gives you a, gives you some fits when you're playing them. So I think tomorrow night would be a great way to say, Hey, let's get back on track, but it's going to be starting to, to piece together multiple of these multiple efforts in a row that can kind of put this kind of narrative to bed. Yeah. And you got to start putting it together. You can't I mean, let it continue. It's not a good thing when you're booed off the ice on a Tuesday and you're this good of a team, you come back, you seem like you took it to heart. You play your ass off, beat one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league right now. And then you revert right back to where you're at and you're getting, you're getting booed off the ice once again. Like it's almost like they were playing down to their, to their opponent too, because the two teams that they kind of got, got punched in the face by with Calgary and Washington. They're subpar teams. They're not, I don't believe they're even playoff teams right now. I think Calgary sold off, sold off some assets. Uh, They're kind of going to sell more too. Exactly. You know, we're coming up on the deadline. They're going to sell more. And Washington has been just a a mediocre team this year. You know, Ovechkin's pursuit of Gretzky's record has taken a hit this year because he's not scoring the way he, he has in years past. And those are the teams you let down to. I don't think he can get to the record with exclusively empty net goals. <laughs> no, he can't. And but that's what makes it so concerning. Like the, the, that they're playing down, almost like they're playing down to the competition. They're going to be having plenty more of these games as they come down the stretch here against mediocre teams. Those are two points you got to have. You just got to have those two points, continue, continue your, you know, your solid play and start building, building that, uh, what's, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is build that kind of that base to launch you into the playoffs. Don't limp into the playoffs at the end of the season because you're losing to mediocre teams. Yeah. You want, you want to go yeah. in on a high note. Yeah, just get consistent. I want consistency. That's what I want. No Jekyll and Hyde, just Jide. Just a little mix of the both, right? Just let's just let's just play better hockey, guys. Make better choices. What's your take on the uh, Morgan Riley in person hearing? For the Ridley Greg, Greg, how do you pronounce his last name? Greg, uh, I think it's Greg. Yeah, uh, Ridley Greg, with the clapper with the empty netter. <laughs> Where do you fall on this argument, Burge? I like the response if I'm Toronto, but I think he went at the guy's head. He went at the guy's head on the boards, and that's why I think you're seeing the in-person hearing coming from this. I don't hate the response because if somebody that's just just like a insult, like somebody's trying to really take a low blow there. I don't necessarily like the plays after because it almost looks kind of like a sore loser type mentality when when you're going after somebody after they do that. This was the clap was the point blank clapper on the empty net needed there. (laughs) I mean, especially (laughs) considering that Ottawa 
is in the basement of the Atlantic Division right now. No, you don't need to do that. Like, you you had to expect some sort of response. Yep. And maybe Toronto teams of years past would not have taken that type of response. They've had a little bit of a frustrating year, too. I think a lot of people expected them to be better than fourth place in the division right now. You know, I think a lot of people had them pegged to win, maybe win the division this year. Not looking like that's going to happen, at least at this point. There's still a lot of hockey left, but again, it's Toronto. You know how they are up there. And yeah, I I don't hate the response. I hate the fact that he went the guy's head. Go over him, give him a give him a two hand or something, give him a whack, shove him into the boards. Don't go with the guy's head. Like that's all the stuff they're trying to take out of the game. So I think you have to kind of ask. You're kind of asking for that to happen. That kind of that that uh, that hearing to occur when you're going at his head after the whistle after a goal. It's kind of an unspoken an unspoken rule that you don't do that. But again, obviously. Ottawa kind of violated another one by by hammering that puck home the way they did. So don't hate the response. Hate that he went at his head. Understand the hearing. We'll see what comes out of it. We'll see what comes out of it. I am honestly shocked that it's going to be potentially over five games with the in-person hearing. I think that's probably a little excessive. Like, I would have given him, like, two games. Like, how is this more egregious than an obvious, like, elbow to the head? Totally agree. That, that That's really befuddling for me but i think it, maybe it's the nhl department of player safety trying to make you violated the code listen to george peros they're making it they, they very well could try to be trying to make an example that they're not going to tolerate any bs after a goal like that that could be what it is not just saying i agree with it but that's very easily could be the reason why if I, i'm i'm kind of hearing today right it's today uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. So. Okay. I'm I'm very, very intrigued to see where this falls. Yeah. Um you sent me a photo with yeah. Brad Marsh and Linus Allmark and Jacob Lauko. Why don't you tell yeah. everybody that's listening what's in the photo? Oh, what is it? Is the um is the Swifty one? Yeah, they're wearing a <laughs> uh a Taylor Swift Kansas City Chiefs 87 shirt before the Super Bowl yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> a goalie's doing that. That's what that's what that's where I draw the line. Like I, I expect like You heard this... it here, folks. Burge is he's trading away Linus. He's now a swimming guy. Oh <laughs> hey, 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 right? Hey, you can make, make that point. I just it disgusted me. I'm like, oh come on. Now I have to actually root for these guys now that they're doing this. I at the end of the day, it's not really a big deal. But I saw that picture last night while the whole game was going on. I was just like after the game was over, I'm sorry. I saw that picture. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! Just like adding insult to injury after watching that Super Bowl last night, and I see three of a three solid players for my hockey team. Now that the sport that we're really paying attention to now, there's no football anymore. It's all hockey. I see that. I'm like, oh my god, that's gonna. I'm gonna linger. I'm gonna be sharing that photo all, all playoffs. End of the regular season. Hey, maybe when they lose, I'll share that. This is why they lost. This is why they lost. All right. <laughs> Three non-Americans that probably don't know a whole lot about the NFL just doing it for the memes. I don't see anything wrong with it. Well, at the end of the day, it really isn't a big deal. It just triggered me last night. It absolutely triggered me last <laughs> night because I was not in a good headspace last night once the, uh, the, the Chiefs won that game. I think I sat in my chair. I was just going wild on Twitter. I, was... I, don't, I don't think we've talked about this before, but I really don't like – all of the other major sports when a championship is won because 
they trot out owners first and foremost. And like, here's the, the, the trophy you won. Like, this guy didn't do shit. All he did was sign checks. Like, why is this idiot up here before the players get to actually have their time with the trophy and celebrate the players? Like, I have never understood that about other sports. And I think the NHL has always really done it the right way by by celebrating the success of the players first and foremost. And I'm not saying that ownership and coaching and management and everything like that doesn't deserve to have their time on the pedestal and, and recognition and everything like that. But to go straight to the owners after a team wins a championship, ugh, I don't want to see some rich guy up on a stage talking. I want to watch the sports player that just made a big play. I want to talk. To, I want to listen to the MVP of the game talk about the game and and do that. I, I can't stand the NFL and the way they do that. No, I mean, I don't ha- I don't personally hate the way the NFL does it. I, I get what you're saying. Hockey does has far and away the best, you know, championship celebration of all the sports, has the best trophy in all sports. Like, that's unquestioned. Unquestioned. I like how the NFL, when they walk the trophy up to the stage, they have, like, a Hall of Fame player and all the players are around. I mean, there's 53 players on an NFL roster on game day versus – 20 was a 22 for the, for the hockey. So it's a little bit different. I don't necessarily hate hearing from the owner first. I mean, it's usually pretty quick. If the owners knows what he's doing, it's quick and they pass it to the coach and they interview the coach and the MVP, but nothing will ever match or come close to matching what the NHL does. The most historic trophy has the names of the winners on it. Obviously, they don't have any every winner on it now because there'd be too it'd be too big. But they all get their name on the trophy. They get their day with the trophy. It's a celebrated event, and everybody gets to skate around the ice and hold it. Nothing, nothing will ever top that for me. It, it just won't happen. Yeah. But I, I don't necessarily hate the way the NFL does it. I don't follow baseball or basketball enough to actually know what they do. I don't. But it's it's all different. I don't hate the way the NFL does it, but you can't sit here and say that any of these other sports trump what the NHL does. I just I don't like hearing what a millionaire wants to say. I don't really give a shit, man. Like, just go away. Like, they, congrats, you're gonna make it, money off of your championship merch. Is that not enough for you? <laughs> they sign off on every move that gets made, so you know they do have a hand in it, whether you think that they don't. Maybe it's not as big of a, it's obviously not as big of a hand as any of the other players, but you know, they want to have their day too, especially like when Robert Kraft was up there winning for the Patriots, you see him, you know, he was a fan first. He bought the team. He had season tickets. So it's, it's, it's a meaningful moment for him. Yeah. He's making a ton of money off it, but a guy like him, he's a, he was a fan before he was an owner. And that's why like somebody like him up there talking, he really takes it to heart. Like he's really sure, let him talk after the players do their thing. After you celebrate the achievement of the players, Robert Kraft didn't take a single snap. He's eighty something years old. Obviously. It'd be he hilarious to see him take a snap. I'm not oh, gonna lie, but he'd, he'd get killed. Shit. He'd get killed. He'd get killed. Just like watching like like Andy Reid for the Chiefs go out there and take a snap. Did you see? Did you see that during the game last night with the uh, Travis Kelsey you, and Andy Travis Reed? Kelsey like hitting his coach? Could you imagine any? professional athlete any hockey player doing that to a head coach like if 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 that was bill belichick and somebody did that to him that player regardless of who it is would be sitting on the bench or in the locker room and i think it would be the same way for a hockey yeah. coach like hockey yeah. coaches are going to tolerate that like that's oh hell no like 
I, but you know, get me my, my wife pointed out to me when he did that to Andy Reid that all the Swifties were like, oh, look at that. It's a red flag. He's yelling at him. He touched him. Red flag, red flag, run away, Taylor, red flag. Good. <laughs> run away from the NFL, please. Please, all of you. <laughs> Did you hear what the Felino brothers had to say about like their comparison to Travis and, and uh, Jason Kelsey? Um, the Felino brothers, Marcus yep. and Nick Felino were like, ah, no, we're better. Our wives are hotter than Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's such a hockey player response. I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, all right. Uh, why don't we go ahead and throw you over to a nice little statement from our friends at DraftKings. So I'm going to go ahead and send you over to that now. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. You've got for Monday night's games, which have already passed, but just for an example, you can get the Flames at plus 200. You can get the Coyotes at plus 195 and the Kraken at plus 190. There's new odds coming out every day, so take a look at the DraftKings app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. All right, there you go. Not bad for my first ad read, huh? Pretty good. Yeah, I, when you sent that to me, I was like, that didn't even sound like you. I'm like, did you, did you have somebody else read this? Or did, like, HPN have somebody read this? And I'm like, <laughs> and then after, like, like three quarters away, and I'm like, that's him. He's got a voice for this. He's got a voice for this. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah, hit up my agent if you need me to do any other voiceover ads, <laughs> THPN folks. I'll uh, I'll record it for every one of your pods. Hit me up. <laughs> I can put on my uh, official radio voice. Yeah, you, you got a knack for it. I'll say that. <laughs> a few more of these, I'll do it like uh, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> like Patrick Mahomes. There you go. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift is in the building. All right, I'm out. See it. Uh, Andy <laughs> Reid. <laughs> Why didn't you do the right play? Get me oh, out man. there, Andy. Uh, that's Anyways. Pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. It isn't easy being green. Um, Tell your dad. <laughs> you're going to clean your goddamn room. <laughs> yeah, let me know how that works. Let me know how that works if you'd use it. <laughs> maybe I'll try it. Get laughed at. I would love to hear your Kermit the Frog impression. I'm not, gonna not even going to give it to you. 
<laughs> Not even giving it to you. Uh, back, back to the bees. We kind of skimmed over the games this week uh, quickly. I'm interested in getting your thoughts on Matt Grizzlick's um, nutcracker move. <laughs> I don't like that play. I, I mean, I do it in men's league to guys that scream me sometimes. I give them a little right between the legs, a gourmet shot, as it's called. Shout out Jules Winfield. Um, but, you know, it didn't seem like it was horrible what he did, in my opinion. like It, it didn't was, look intentional to me either. Yeah, it looked like they were tangled up a little bit, and it just happened to come up where it counts. And, you know, he got the major and the mis- game. Is, uh, not the game misconduct. He just got a misconduct, right? Did he get kicked out? I don't remember. He got kicked out. He did get kicked out. So I saw the, the box scores five and a 10. I'm like, okay, but there was no supplemental that came out of it. Uh, no hearing or anything for it. I don't believe so. At that, so at that he point, got, he got a $5,000 fine, whatever the maximum like, allowable under the NHL collective bargaining agreement. I love how they throw that in there every time, but no, I mean, I don't like the play in, in, in the league, but again, like, like you said, I think we agree on it. It, it didn't look malicious. It didn't look like he, like, Ovechkin on Trent Frederick uh, was that last year or the year before where he came up and right between the legs. Oh my God. That was far more egregious and intentional. Yeah. And apparently legal. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was crazy to think like penalty. Nope. No discipline. Even nothing at all. And, but he came up and he hit him. Like he was intending to inflict some pain on, on Frederick that didn't see that with this at all. Didn't see that with this at all. And now it is what it is. Move on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Matty Patra shut down for the season. Not what I wanted to see out of the kid's rookie year, but really optimistic about his career moving forward. Um, would have loved to see him get some postseason games under his belt, cut his teeth, and uh, see what postseason NHL hockey's like. Because guess what, Matty? Do you think regular season stuff, that intensity gets ramped up even more? Absolutely. You know, great showing for the kid in his in his rookie season. We've talked about it. I don't want to say at nauseum, but we've talked about it a lot on the podcast here about what a surprise he was to make the roster and to contribute in the ways that he did. Um, so agree 100%. Really excited about his career trajectory going forward. Take the time now. Get healthy. Continue to work to perfect your game. Uh, when you're healthy enough to get back to it and continue to grow. Um, yeah, it's a bummer to see the way to, for it to end this way, but it can take nothing away. If you take nothing away from this rookie season from him at all, is that the kid can play and let's take the next step. Let's take the next step to continue that growth. He's still a kid and has a long career ahead of him. So definitely looking forward to seeing what he comes back with next year. And, you know, the Bruins, as they're gearing up for their run to the playoffs, they got some, they, they got to fill his shoes because he was a pretty, pretty large contributor for this team through the first, you know, two thirds of the season. Yeah. The trade deadline is uh, coming up and obviously they're going to be able to LTIR that cap space mm-hmm. from Matty Patra. I've heard that the Bruins have wanted to have Johnny Beecher back up. For a while now, but due to the cap situation, they simply couldn't afford to call him up. So in the interim, it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if we hear about a Potter to LTIR and B 
um, Johnny Beecher being called up to the Bruins for the game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Would like to see it. You know, I've seen a lot of bright spots from him in his game this year. Filling that kind of that fourth line role definitely was, uh, I don't want to call it a surprise because he was a first round pick, but definitely a nice contributor for this team, you know, early on in the season. So yeah, give him another chance to come up in the interim and see, and see what happens. Absolutely. Um, things are starting to percolate around the league. We've already broken down the, uh, the Lindholm trade to Vancouver. We saw him when the, the Canucks came to town. Um, Looks like a pretty good fit for the Canucks. Don't like the price they paid. Um, apparently, Lindholm was probably the number one center on the market. And once that trade with uh, Calgary and Vancouver was finalized, the other suitors that were kind of in the hunt pivoted, right? Um, and the, the Montreal Canadiens, with some savvy bit of work, went out and signed Sean Monaghan after some injury concerns. He wasn't extended in Calgary. So he ends up signing with the Montreal Canadiens at a very affordable cap hit. What do the Canadians do? Find themselves significantly outside of the playoff picture. And they look into an acquisition and, and, and trading Sean Monaghan. And they end up picking up a first round pick from the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for Sean Monaghan. Go back a year and a half, no way anybody would have ever thought that Sean Monaghan could potentially net you a first-round pick. So as, as much as it pains me to my core to commend any kind of Habs-related activity, that's a great great little bit of business by uh, the Montreal Canadiens front office. Absolutely. It was great asset management. And he actually wasn't signed by Montreal. Calgary tra- trade traded, traded him to Montreal with another first round pick just to take his contract. Holy smokes. So in the end of the day, because they did that, the Canadians ended up with two extra first round picks. I, it was, again, I agree That's with you. It sucks having to praise them because I hate the Ole Ole's up there. Outstanding asset management by their front office. Outstanding. Very impressive. I would Those are the types loved. of moves. Those are the types of moves that can turn a franchise around doing something as small as that to get those two picks. They hit on those two picks. You've turned the entire future of that franchise around. So, yeah, it sucks. would be great to get Boston-Montreal rivalry back. So hopefully maybe that'll come out of this. As much as we hate them, it's great when they're good and that we're good and they can duke it out. It's great for the sport of hockey. Um, but, yeah, outstanding asset management. I'll say it again. You know, it, love to smart. see that happen here. And now you've got rumors that Philadelphia is seeing what Sean Monaghan got in return. And he's like, Danny Briere down there. He's like, oh, well, you know, we'd trade Scott Lawton for a first round pick too. <laughs> yeah. like, like the market's the insane. At this point. There's no other good centermen available. Like I'm not at, for the record, I'm not advocating for the Boston Bruins to go out and trade a first round pick for Scott Lawton. Just You'd get canceled for that talk. There. You'd yeah. get canceled for that talk. I, I, I'm not a uh, Sully or anything. So and with his but, Garland trade proposals. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, the Bruins are going to be in the market to add at the deadline this year. We've talked a little bit about it in previous episodes, about how the kind of approach we want to see the Bruins take. According to Flutu Shin, Shin, Shinzawa. Shinzawa. I can't, I don't know why I couldn't say that. Apologies. Get sophisticated. Come on. Apologies. Apologies. Come on the pod. Um, 
they're actively shop shopping to enhance their offensive firepower. And I'm going to throw a couple of names out to you. I don't know if we've 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 thrown these names out yet, but would you be in on any of these three guys for the Bruins? There's uh, one here that I'm definitely in on. I want to see if we we agree on it. But first name, David Perron. Ugh. I know we have a history with him. So he's one of those guys that you love to hate if he's not on your team, right? You're a Brad Marchand kind of player. Yeah. I hated David Perron on the St. Louis Blues. He was always in there mixing it up. And then every time the ref showed up, he'd be like, I didn't do anything. It wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And he'd goad other players into taking stupid penalties. Yep. And, you know, I think I would probably really enjoy it if he was a Boston Bruin, just because I love that kind of mixing it up and mischievous piece of shit ass mm-hmm. hattery. That's definitely right up my alley. Not a name I had considered. Um, and I don't think the Red Wings would be particularly keen on dealing him. I do believe that uh, the Red Wings front office and the players still very much think that there's a road to the wild card position. So they currently sit in the in the eighth seed right now. So they're, they're there. They're there in a close fight. Yes, they're four points ahead of the next team. So. They're I don't still... know. If I was in the front office of Detroit, I would not move Perron because I think that sends the wrong message to your young players. Agreed. Agreed. It'd be a great Duclair. ad, I think. Anthony Duclair. Duclair. Uh, probably a cheap scoring asset. Probably fits the mold of what Fluto was alluding to. Probably the price would be in line with what the Bruins would find appetizing. Doesn't really move the needle a whole lot for me. I probably prefer to see like one of the kids from Providence in that spot, but Duclair isn't an established. He is an established, Jesus, I can't talk, an established <laughs> NHL scoring player. So um, why not? I, I'd be open to it. I wouldn't be upset depending on the cost. Like if it's like a second round and a fourth round pick, whatever. Uh, that's fine with me. Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, I can imagine Ottawa would probably want a premium trading him into the division. Um, Tarasenko has come out and said in the media that he's okay with staying in Ottawa. But um, I do think that the Senators are so far out of the playoff picture that they're going to be liquidating any asset that isn't bolted down, right? So if it, if it can be thrown out the wing of the airplane while you're running low on gas... You're throwing it out there and you're getting as much <laughs> as you can. Wouldn't be a bad pickup either. I think if uh you know you you put Tarasenko on the second power play unit, mm-hmm. feed him pucks up in the circle, kind of let him be the David Posser knock light. Um why not? I think it could work. He he's he's the one that I'm absolutely in on. And I get where you're coming from with the whole trade within the division thing, but he has a no trade clause, so he can determine whether or not he moves at all. Um, So if Don Sweeney can find a way to kind of get a Taylor Hall type trade, one of those type of deals where he's going to basically fleece Ottawa's GM into making a trade for Tarasenko, I'm all in on that. He's an expiring contract. He's a free agent at the end of the year, so he's kind of a rental He's the kind of guy that I would be okay with the Bruins re-upping at a, at the right cost, right right AAV. 
Uh, been always been a big fan of him back to his days with with St. Louis and what he did there. He was uh, the leader of that team while he was there, as much as we hate the Blues. But he's the one that I would be willing to give up probably a little bit more. Again, I'm not trading the farm. Been on record saying that multiple times. But I would be okay extending a little bit for that. Yeah, and I think that wouldn't be bad. I also think that uh, yeah, we talked about it last week. Phil Kessel. Sign up. He's he's still out there. And Rick Dalawal, who covers the Vancouver Canucks, had confirmed that the Canucks are sniffing around, quote, sniffing around Phil Kessel. I don't think it would probably be a very good scent, but uh <laughs> might smell like hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I think bring bring Phil the thrill back. Let him be that PP2 guy right in the slot. Like absolutely it, just, it makes all the sense in the world. Absolutely. Um, let's go ahead and send you over to this week's hat trick with Patrick. So yeah, we're still continuing that segment in the show. So we'll send you over to Patrick right now. Let's make some money. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to Pad Stack fans, and welcome back to the two pad stack, Patrick with Patrick. I am Patrick. Let's go. We come into today at 10 and 11 on the year after a two and one performance last week. Without further ado, let's try to make some money. These picks are for February 13th, Tuesday. First, I'm going to go back to the one loser last week, and that was the Boston Bruins minus one and a half. And that currently sits at plus 142. The Bruins are 15 and 10 at home against the spread, and I like them to cover versus the Lightning. Second, we will go down to Nashville for the Devils visiting the Nashville Predators, and I am taking over six and a half goals, minus 110. The Devils continue to be one of the best over teams in the league. And finally, little risky, but I'm taking it. Shout out Professor Puck because he taught us about juice. It is the Anaheim Ducks plus 120 to win at the Montreal Canadiens. Always bet at your own risk. If you have a problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. And thank you for listening. All right, there are your picks for this week, your three picks. Make sure you go on DraftKings. Go on DraftKings, use promo code THPN, and enter in those picks. Make yourself some money. Um... What do you got coming up this week? Doing anything fun, Burge? Yeah, I'm going to work. Snowstorm. <laughs> I said doing anything fun. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I got some family's birthdays that are going on right now. Um, so try to see some family. Other than that, man, I mean, this is the time of year for me at work where I get absolutely crushed with having to live there. So appreciate your flexibility with me while we uh you know get together to do these recordings this is obviously a very very busy time of year with the snow um up here in new hampshire so yeah, yeah that's pretty much my that's pretty much my week man just gotta 
you know, I was off most of last week dealing with the kids. So back mm. to the grind at work now nice. and, and, and going that route. How about you? Well, it's going to be a fun week uh, tomorrow at the day that we're listening. Like I said, I'm driving into the game um, with my buddy in the middle of the storm. Uh, it's actually Jared, the bartender from the brewery. That oh, was yeah. also our guest on the uh, awesome. on, on the Backhill Beer episode. But uh, yeah, so we're going to go down to the game and, you know, we're probably going to stop at uh, Treehouse Brewing in Tewksbury on the way there. Solid spot. So, you know, obviously we're big beer guys. Um, I've only heard things through the grapevine. I haven't really been there yet. Uh, so really looking forward to trying some of their beers on draft and, you know, hopefully not dying as I drive to the garden. Luckily, I did manage to get a parking spot in a garage that's covered. Good. So if it is still snowing, um, I'm not going to have to clean off my car, which would be nice. But, uh, yeah, that that's going on. Um, Valentine's Day is Wednesday. So if you're listening and you haven't planned for that, everyone, you might want to do that. Yeah, put your hand up there, Birch. <laughs> would be at work. Nice, do something nice for your significant other. Absolutely. Um, Friday, I was thinking about going up to Portland, Maine with my buddy. Uh, there's a tattoo convention. Oh. So thinking about going up there, one of my artists that did my Darth Vader piece, he's looking to enter in some of his tattoos for the contest. And, you know, maybe I could get some swag or something out of him for entering that. So might be doing that. There's some good breweries up there in Portland as oh, well. Yeah. So check some of those out. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a fun little week. Hopefully the, the Boston Bruins can, you know, figure out which mask they want to wear. And hopefully it's the um, the good one and not the bad one absolutely you'll love treehouse man I've, I've been there once that spot in Tuxbury. it's a awesome spot we went in the middle of summer so it was packed everybody's oh, outside yeah. it was an awesome it was an awesome time though awesome place to get awesome beer too yeah we're planning on putting a cooler in the back of the car with some ice so we can just get some four packs to go and not let them get warm and nasty exactly so stay nice and cold so it'll be a good time we're pretty excited hopefully uh we can get down there in a reasonable amount of time and then get to the garden with a reasonable amount of time. Um, but we'll see. Boston's already declared a state of snow emergency. Oh, yeah. I already got the call. Non-essential personnel can work from home. All that fun stuff. I'm already making the decisions down here. Are you, uh, You're you non-essential in general, right? So you can just stay home? I'm essential. So I'm essential. True. Says you with me on this podcast. I'm essential, baby. Let's go. <laughs> all right guys well thanks very much for tuning in to episode 28 of the two pad stack podcast it's been a blast really good things coming just a reminder keep an eye out for the giveaway post tomorrow take a look at our new website www.2padstack that's the number two p-a-d-s-t-a-c-k pod.com we have a merch store buy yourself some merch support the pod we'll see you next week Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to the Two Pad Stack. Our passion is hockey. From Beer League to the Bruins, we friggin' love it. We love the Patriots, too. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Twitter and TikTok at Two Pad Stack Pod. And find the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts by searching Two Pad Stack. See you next time on the Two Pad Stack. 
This concludes our broadcast day. Click.